Welcome to J-Rod Concerts, the podcast with Jamie Rodriguez. A trip of music discovery, Jamie is picking people he thinks you'll really like. Musicians, artists, producers, and everyone involved in the world of music. Here's your host, Jamie Rodriguez. J-Rod Concerts, the podcast. Hi. How you guys doing? Jamie Rodriguez here, coming to you from Nashville, Tennessee, your host of J-Rod Concerts, the podcast. And we have a spectacular show today because we have a spectacular, talented, electronic duo in the house, ladies and gentlemen, Beautiful Machines. Coming to us from London, Beautiful Machines is composed of two great souls, that you guys are going to fall in love with them by the time we're done with this episode. Conrad Schumann and Stephanie Koo. I mean, talk about kindred spirits, guys. Conrad and Stephanie are putting the finishing touches on their forthcoming album, Singularity, out sometime in the summer. And uh, the latest single, Control, is out now as well. It's a great remix version uh, by The New Division. You can find both those both of those now uh, out now. But uh, a really special episode because we learn about a fantastic band, that are show-stopping live, like they are a spectacle. But more than that, we um, we talk with them about really deep stuff. I mean, we're talking about people that put all their stuff in storage in San Francisco and traveled the world before the pandemic and just got inspiration from all over every corner of the universe for this album, guys. These are people that, um, artists, I should say, that connect patterns in humanity regardless of where they're from and then put that into their art. And they put the technology at the forefront as well, both the good and the bad. So, I mean, we're talking about a doozy of quality art here with uh, beautiful machines, guys, and you guys will love them. And as a matter of fact, at the end of this episode, stay tuned for an exclusive performance of one of their songs called Sunrise Song. You guys are going to love them. Uh, for more on Beautiful Machines, visit beautifulmachines.space and some housekeeping items. If you're new to J-Rod Concerts, the podcast, bienvenidos. Um, we have a great newsletter that goes out every week with the five new songs you ought to know. Easy to unsubscribe if you don't like it, but you can uh, get on it by going to jrockconcertsmedia.com. Plug and play. You guys are going to dig it. And without further ado, let's get on with it. Beautiful Machines on J-Rock Concerts, the podcast. There you guys Hi. are. Hey. Look at you guys. Look at you. Conrad yes. Schumann and Stephanie Koo. Look at that. Yes. Hello. Look, look at this. Look at, that, look at that beautiful compound you guys are in. <laughs> it is a compound. I love, I love what you have going on behind you. Secret Whoa, location. Wait, do you see what that says? <laughs> yes, it says beautiful machines. Oh, my God. Yeah. And there's an awesome snake. Where oh, are you guys Florence. coming to us from? Uh, today, we're just outside of London. Outside of London. And that is Florence, Stephanie. Very, very captivating eye. You're, I think you're the first person that to, to mention Florence. So shout out to Florence really? there. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Lovely. So you're, you guys are in London. Amazing, guys. I mean, first of all, let's start with the, with the boiler points. Obviously, beautiful, uh, you know, upcoming new album, Singularity, and the new single, Control, is out now. And we do love you guys. I mean, from Disconnect, Reconnect, 2013, and then to Bridges, 2016. And this new sound, really exciting stuff, guys. I mean, honor to have you on the show. 
Thank you. Thank you so much. We're, we're very happy to be here. Thank you so much for having us. Absolutely. I mean, real love has been in our rotation for years. I don't know how it got into like our iPad or iPod. And so we're just like, we're like super stoked. Um, and we'll get into the new single in just a second. But first, Conrad, I have to ask you, I mean, last October, I, I was in Cleveland at the Rock Hall of Fame induction covering it and um, Kraftwerk got inducted. Yes. And the way that you guys are just kind of pushing the genre and, and the art forward, it really reminded me of what they were all about. Why do you think that electronic rock with a mission, with, with purpose and, and, and with good lyrics have never gone out of style, regardless of the cycles of music? Uh, well, I think if you think of music as music, electronic music, I mean, most music uses electronics in it one way or another, even all pop music most of the time is electronic. So, but I think music when it has a focus on electronics and synthesizers in that kind of way, especially with the rebirth of it right now. Yeah. There was a time felt like in the nineties when grunge and stuff was coming in where it kind of went out or where there was, there was a rock and it's just like rock is all about just having rock only. Like there's no, it's specifically anti-synthesizer and anti like electronics and you have to play everything live. But why do I think it's, why do I think it's never left? Because it sounds awesome. I mean, yeah. I don't know. It sounds awesome. And if you're able to like weave this kind of synergy together where there's like some live aspects, some guitar, and then also electronics, and then and you can create like a, a, a soundscape in the atmosphere and a vibe. I mean, that's what we're really yeah. interested in doing is creating a vibe and just create like that. Like when you're just driving around at night, you're like, where am yeah. I? <laughs> yeah, what's, what's going on? And you, it's a feeling. Yeah, and you guys are definitely pros at that. And Stephanie, before getting any further, I have to ask you, I mean, for you guys have talked about this probably every other day, but how did you guys meet, right? For my audience that doesn't know, like when was the first time that you met Conrad and that you guys were like, man, like, okay, there's something here. Like what's going on here? Well, we met about um, 300 light years ago. <laughs> Yeah, different part of the cosmos. Um, but no, we met in San Francisco. Um, yeah. And it was actually through the internet. Um, Conrad was looking for a bandmate or a synthesizer player. And I had just finished visiting my, um, my old college university. And I went to see my old piano professor. And this is a lady that's awesome. She was in her 80s when she taught me and you know she's still doing her thing. So it's really amazing. So anyway, I was in San Francisco living there working for a video game company at the time. I went to visit my old college and I saw her and basically she's had all these chamber groups just practicing away. And it's all these people with white hair and just rocking out. So I came back to San Francisco and I said, you know what, what am I doing with my life not playing music? Please, universe, let me find someone who's super, super aligned with the most amazing music in the world that I feel aligned to. And that's how we met. Yeah. Kindred artistic spirits. <laughs> I, I tell you, I do this for a living. I'm in Nashville. I've never, like, you guys are so unique. We're so happy you guys, like, the cosmos put you together. Love it. Oh. Love it, love it. And, um, and, and Conrad, you know. I love your energy, first of all. You are just, like, I, I see directly into people, you know. At least I think I do, unless it's the drugs. But, no, really. You can see when there's a genuine good person and you're a good person, you're doing good things in the world and you're, 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 yeah. you're just, yeah. I appreciate, I appreciate yeah. that, Conrad. Thank you so much. I'll, I take that to heart. Thank you. Um, <laughs> Stephanie mentioned San Francisco and mm -hmm. the genesis of your project. You know, you guys lived in San Francisco for a while. And uh, I, I love this story because one day you guys kind of decided to put all your stuff into basically storage. And, and you guys said, you know what, it's time to like 
head into the world and like just like creatively get juiced up with the cosmos. What uh, for a few questions here because this is like fascinating. This could be a movie. Uh, what was the breakthrough moment, first of all, Conrad? Where the, the breakthrough moment where you guys were like, "This is it." Like the this is the moment. No more. Why we left San Francisco, or just yeah, this, this idea like, to like move? what? Like what was the breakthrough moment where you guys were like, "Now is the time." So, I think naturally in my in my life and and Steph's life, we're both like if you imagined us. Um, like in the 1930s, we'd have a stick with like a little sack <laughs> on the back of it and jumping yeah. trains. No, but we, we're really much, I think there's a big part of us that's like cosmic explorers and explorer means that, you know, I have to go out and see different places and experience different things and go to, you know, we've been to, it feels like almost every continent um, and well, except for some of the stuff in the Southern hemispheres yet to do, but I've been traveling since that date in 2017, where we took our keys and threw them into the and there were big key ring, like, I mean, massive, like this big was like maybe 50 keys on it. And, but it was very symbolic, that gesture of throwing the keys into the, into the trash can, get on a plane and going, okay, where are we going? And where are we going to, and where's this going to take us? And, yeah. and we just been going the whole time. And for me, I think it was that feeling of just, you know, when, when it also at the time, the place had become uh, not stale or stagnant, but for us, it felt like the time was, it's time to go. It yeah. was like, there's, if you're in tune with your intuition, you just feel like this is the right time. And plus we're, we're action packed animals. We want to like hmm. go out and do stuff. Yeah. So. And Stephanie, so you guys have been everywhere, exposed to every culture, every sort of situation, all sorts of things. Tell me a little bit, like what, what have you learned as far as, you know, obviously you talk about technology and how it's engulfing every moment and every, like we're talking through zoom now. Have you noticed that like the values, the core values that have been there, since the 1930s, like Conrad says, since the uh, old Greeks, you know, empathy, connection, giving. Do you sense that that is kind of like eroding? Do you feel that they're like stronger with this technology era? Like, what, what do you feel about those core values, those core human values right now? I think I think both are happening. It's quite polarizing. And I think the technology is amplifying what you would naturally choose as a human being. So, um, so it's really, it comes down to your choice. And I see that I see that happening with people everywhere. Like you can you can choose to be swept away into the quick dopamine fixes where you're just looking for that quick, yeah. you know, return. Or you can use technology to really enhance your empathy and and really feel into people. It's almost like it's like this. The technology has built what we have inside of ourselves, which is this interconnectedness, right? And then yeah. it's being externalized. But the way people are using it is entirely up to them. So mm. I so, like that a lot. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I, <laughs> I love it. It's that. a good time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like whatever you want, it's there for you. I love it. I love it. And and, and Conrad, you know, you you both are such creative souls even before this amazing, before your art, before your music and everything. Like Conrad, for example, you're you you founder, creative director of um, music mechanic, right? You know, and you create music and sound design for films, TVs, video games, all the kind of good stuff. How has this technology affected that line of work? Uh, and what I mean is, has it almost made it easier or is there like more traps because people kind of take the easy way out to create sonic landscapes? You know what I mean? Yeah, there's, there's more, there's just more. Everything, there's more. I think that's the whole point of our whole life is just to build this big mass of moreness. Is that a word? But um, sure. yeah, there's, so there's more technology. There's more access for more people to 
create things which are already pre-made. So like it used to be like, if you were to go back in some other era, it would used to be that if you were to play a loop or a sample of something, then, and you were to put that into a record, that's, you can't, you can't touch that. You can't do that. And now it's yeah. encouraged. And it's like, not only is it encouraged, there's plethora, there's myriad places to get samples and different kinds of stuff and stuff that's almost already done. You, you, you just push play and it's done. So for some people, so funny stories, we went to this thing called BBC Introducing and uh, Dead Mouse was there. Yeah. And he was, he was, he was talking and he was like, he was talking, reminiscing about why it was, it was not easier for him, but while it was more accessible for him to become uh, successful during those times to kind of build a name, mm. be because he was kind of cutting away, doing something different and people were open to listening to different music, not saying they're not at all now. Absolutely. They are. Can't make it. That's too huge of a generalization to make, but he was basically saying that now it's like there's formulas for if you're writing this style, you need to do this kind of thing and you can grab a loop and it's, it's already done. And so we kind of almost, I don't say we're anti-loops at all, but I like to really make stuff from scratch. And mm -hmm. so the, the kind of art form of it is like, if you're making, even if you maybe even started with some kind of idea of a, a rhythm or something, but then you just take everything and make it your own. It makes it more, it just makes it more fun. You've touched it, you've yeah. interacted with it. Even if it's not perfect, it just comes off as your own. Yeah. And, and I think that the listener like gets that. You know, I, I don't even know that they know why, but it, like that authenticity, just like, it's like a very like deep soul level, like artist. I, I get you a hundred percent. Love that. Love that. Love that. And Stephanie, you mentioned, you know, you went to San Francisco and, you know, you were curious and you're like, man, I want to do this with my life. And you as well. I mean, you've done so much, such a creative and unique special soul, Stephanie. I mean, you've worked at the California Academy of Sciences. You've organized conferences in Silicon Valley. Where did this like Jen, this soul come from? Like when you were like a child, were you always this curious and were you always creating new stuff? Um, yeah, I was really rebellious as a child. So um, I was born in Taiwan and um, it's, it was a relatively conservative society, I would say at the time. Um, you know, as, as with any developing country, it's, it's the family values are very strong and um, traditions are great. And you're encouraged to, I think it's still like that with a lot of Asian countries. You're, you're kind of encouraged to not rock the boat. <laughs> yeah. So, so, um, so with me, I've, I've, I've always kind of like had this rebellious soul. And, you know, I wanted to do the thing that you, you said, which is just to wrap my belongings in a bag and put it on a stick and roll. Yeah, be free. It's not being, yeah, free, yeah. Your, free your mind. Yeah. And my parents encouraged that. Actually, they, um, oh. they, they always listened to me, which is really priceless when you're growing up. And, and yeah, I align myself with ideas that, you know, open-minded thinkers like Yogananda and, um, you know, Tesla. And I, I'm just drawn to, yeah. to people with an open mind. Yeah, so that goes for both of us. That's where we spend most of our time is like looking at innovators not just innovators, but like in any kind of situation, as far as when it comes yeah. to people, but then that inspiration tra traverses everything. Then you look at the biggest innovator, which is, you know, the cosmic innovator. Yeah. And you're like, wow, that's, I mean, just like, I can Creating sit there and look the at little, little machines, like little kind of microorganisms. And you just look at it. It's so fascinating how all that goes. And then you realize, okay, we're just a bunch of microorganisms, just that have decided to hold hands together and call itself a human being or whatever life yeah. it is. And then on top of that, those are all connected. And then when you see this interconnectedness and yeah, it's just, 
you get a different perspective on everything. So regardless totally. of technology, it might sound like we're into robots and science and all this kind of stuff. At the same time, it it go it's 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 like completely pull. It's at the same side, same time, both sides. Meaning, there's definitely like a spiritual element to it. Meaning that not just spiritual that somebody has defined as this is spiritual, yeah. but spiritual meaning something beyond our understanding currently. Something totally something yeah. meta. Yeah. Not Facebook meta, but, but meta. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, totally, <laughs> totally. Yeah. That's, that's such a, that's such a good point, Conrad. And um, to Stephanie's point, I know in Silicon Valley, people get this and, and mm -hmm. a lot of people do, but the, the power of proximity, right. To being with a community of people yes. who elevate your game, whatever that is like here in Nashville, like, I feel like the musicians just like push each other up and up and up just oh, because good. of the community. It's just interesting how that works. Yeah, you guys have a great community. Out yeah, there. yeah, I've heard this from everybody that's been in Nashville or works there, lives there. There's like, man, it's just energizing being here. And there's a music. lot of people who left the San Francisco program. They're going to, we're going to do the yeah. Nashville program. Yeah, yeah <laughs> totally. There's like an alt rock and indie rock scenes now. But yeah, and, and speaking of that, you know, you guys have been so good with your time. Thank you. Conrad, let me ask you about touring, right? Because seriously, singularity and control, like just mind, you guys are mind blowing life. Like there's, there's no other way to say it. mind blowing. Like, are you guys going to like tour this? Like, please do. Like, we need this. Like, what's going on there? Man, I want to say that is our biggest, uh, ideally we want to. There's nothing stopping us. We have a date coming up actually in London uh, this February, uh, cool. February 3rd. So, but besides that, we're working on um, like a bunch of stuff, hopefully by the summer, hopefully Omicron chills out a little bit yeah. and they've opened things up. And if so, then hell to the yes. I mean, yeah, we want to get out and, and experience this thing. We might do something interesting. Um, we're, we're talking about doing something kind of cyber also a little bit. I love that. Kind of, yeah, to go inside. But yes, we want a tour. We want to come over and, and play in, in the U.S. and stuff. And we're working on it. Amazing. Amazing. Well, Stephanie, Conrad, you guys have said it all. You guys have something Aww. really, really, really special going on here. And like, we're just honored to live in that same era that you guys are producing this because it's really cool. We're honored to be here. Thank you so much. Thank you. Absolutely, guys. And have Amazing. a great new year. And uh, hopefully we'll see you around. Have an awesome 2022. Bye. Toodles. Bye. Have a good one.
This has been J-Rod Concerts, the podcast with Jamie Rodriguez.